Blog Talk Radio. When Grandma suggested cookies, Kyle wasn't expecting the new Nestle Toll House Chocolate Chip Cookie Blizzard. Two beloved treats, soft-baked Nestle Toll House Chocolate Chip Cookies and world-famous DQ Softer, all in one treat. The good times roll when these two get together, just like G-Ma and her G-Son, making memories while mixing two favorites. With the Nestle Toll House Chocolate Chip Cookie Blizzard, only at DQ. Get it delivered at DQ.com. Welcome to Little Y'all ready? Welcome to Little Oh yeah. Welcome to Little Who listening? Welcome to Little Alright. Welcome to Little
welcome to a little tea time. Um, this is a product of Beverly Nation, O-N-E Dynasty, and Ngozi Time, brought to you by those fine people at Looking Glass Entertainment. We are broadcasting live from Lagos, Nigeria, by the way, of Shreveport, Louisiana. It is November the 2nd, 2021st, and welcome to A Little Time with me, Jarek, a.k.a. Jarius Dion, a.k.a. The Gifted One. Y'all join the conversation at 516-453-9133 and press 1 for some tea time with me, The Gifted One, where the tea is hot, the lemons are fresh, and the honey is 100% organic. So, it is Scorpio season, and shout out to all my Scorpio listeners and my fellow hosts here on ONE Dynasty. Happy birthday to all of you, and I want to send a special happy birthday to my sister, Oshana. Her birthday is also coming up this month. So, I had to send y'all all some love, and happy birthday to all the Scorpios. Okay, are y'all ready for some announcements? Okay, so November the 1st, yesterday, made the official five-year anniversary of the release of my first book, Coming Full Circle, the revised edition. Um, I want to thank God. I want to thank my family, my mommy, my dad. Um, I love you guys so much. My friends and all of my royal readers in Michigan, in Chicago, Florida, East Texas, Alabama, and here in my hometown in Shreveport, Louisiana, for all of for all of the love and the support over these five years. I really love and appreciate every one of you for being a part of my journey with my brand, Jarius Dion. And I am nothing without you guys. And I am and forever will be grateful to you all. Um, you guys go and check out my books over at Amazon.com, the Coming Full Circle series, which is Coming Full Circle, the revised edition, and Coming Full Circle 2, Marriage, Money, and Mayhem, um, The Confessions of a Conceited Drama King, one of my first books of poetry, and my second book of poetry, Catching Up With Me, all available at Amazon.com. Just type Jarius, J-R-A-Y-I-S, Dion, D-E-Y-O-N-D, and let me know what you guys think of my books out there at Amazon.com. Um, I have to shout out to Oscar Award-winning actress Regina King receiving her Hollywood star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame last month. Congratulations to you, Queen Sister. I've been following your career for a very long time, from um, 227 to you being in Boys in the Hood to um, Poetic Justice to your film that you um, directed, I want to say, either this year or last year, One Night in Miami, that she um, did a fantastic job with. So I definitely have to shout out Regina King on my show tonight. Um, I also have to shout out to New York City. New York, y'all have a new show that I found out about on television. Um, the show is called Thoughts of a Colored Man. Now, this show officially opened on Broadway last month, and it features an all-black male cast of both gay and straight talent, men featuring artists like Brian Terrell Clark, Da Vinci, and some of my favorites, Dylan Burnside, Luke James, and Tristan Max. Um, I am so 
so excited about this particular project. Yes, I am not in New York City to see it, but I am so happy to see um, Brian Brian Terrell Clark and Da Vinci and Dylan Burnside and Luke James and Tristan McWild um, putting it down on Broadway with this show, Thoughts of a Colored Man. Um, I want to encourage people to go and see this actual show on Broadway. It's given a perspective that we do not get to see every day. So I want to encourage people to go to Broadway and check out Thoughts of a Colored Man. Um, I have to shout out Louisiana's own Big Frida for being recognized at the 2021 Hashtag Ebony Power 100 last month for his contribution to the various industries of music, art, and fashion culture. Thank you, Big Frida, the Queen Diva, for putting it down for Louisiana and the world. November the 5th, um, Big Frida will be performing at the Preservation Hall Benefit After Party presented by the Preservation Hall Foundation and Pioneer Works to celebrate the rich history of New Orleans jazz music set in the Pioneer's Works hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Um, shout out to Stephen Canal of Pose on FX. Pose won the best drama series at the Imagine Awards. So congratulations again to Stephen Canal with Pose. Um, I have to send out congratulations to the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. He and his partner became parents last month, adopting twins, a boy and a girl. So congratulations to Pete Buttigieg. Um, if our commissioner is listening tonight, Commissioner E. Davis, I did an interview with her last month, and I want to personally thank her on my show tonight for letting me share my story with your viewers around the world and letting them see this beautiful, chocolate, lovely face with this velvet smooth voice. Um, thank you so much again for just allowing me to be present with you that day. Um, e. Davis, Queen Sister, I, I, I love and appreciate you so much for all that you do, being the new commissioner here at ONE Dynasty. Um, I have to congratulate fellow host ONE Honors Award to syndicated news station Chinchilla J with her receiving the 2021 Sonya Griffin Award as the Linear Host of the Year. So congratulations to you, Chinchilla J. And finally, I have to congratulate one of our own, Sister Bessie the Truther, on the release of her new book, The Heart of Sister Betsy B. the Truther, available at Amazon.com. So you guys want to definitely go over there and check that out for Sister Betsy. Sister Betsy, I saw the post um, about your book, and if you're listening tonight, Sister Betsy, I am so proud of all that you do, Queen Sister. I love that you have grown so much from what you've done here at O&E to now having your first book out. And fellow writer to another writer, you continue the journey, Queen Sister, that one book is going to do amazing things, but let's see what more books you can kick out, what more pages you can kick out, what other stories you can tell. And be encouraged. The journey is just beginning. 
with you being a writer and published author. Now, on to some music. Um, y'all check out Big Frida's new music, Not Today. I love this song, and um, the song, the, the video concept was really cool. Um, she did a fantastic job with, again, her fashion, her hair, the makeup, the concept. Um, I am a big fan of Frida because Big Frida comes from right here in my hometown, in my home state in Louisiana. So I definitely love and support anything and everything that Big Frida does for music. Um, I definitely want you guys to check out this new song, You Want My Love, from the Elements, Earth, Wind, and Fire, featuring Lucky Day. Um, This song is a smash, y'all. And the energy on this song is everything. Lucky Day, I'm shouting you out, you and Earth, Wind, and Fire, because this song is everything, y'all. If y'all have not heard this song yet, check it out on YouTube. It's entitled You Want My Love. It's Earth, Wind, and Fire featuring Lucky Day. So y'all definitely want to get into that. Um, If y'all have not heard Adele's new song, Easy on Me. The song was released last month, and the song is taking over the airwaves. Um, and Adele, this song is a smash. It's an instant smash. Um, I literally listen to this song probably all the time more than I should, but I love the song. I love the message. I love the content. And um, it's a really good vibe for where we are right now. Um, I have to shout out Nappy Roots and Arrested Development, excuse me, um, Nappy Roots and Arrested Development, um, I saw them both for the first time in concert this past weekend at the State Fair, Louisiana, here in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I got to shout out Nappy Roots member Ron Clutch. Um, me and Ron Clutch, we actually got to take a selfie together. So that was really cool because I got to meet a, a celebrity and a guy from Nappy Roots. Um, I've been listening to their music back in the day when their music was around in the early year 2000s. And even hearing the rest, uh, Arrested Development uh, for the first time in concert, these shows were astonishing um, because I, I got to be in the presence of these artists actually doing what they do for the first time. Um, for the first time in my life, I got to see and hear them live. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, both being a fan of Nappy Roots and Arrested Development. So I definitely, definitely want to encourage you guys to check out their music. Um, I know Nappy Roots is also putting out new music, so you guys can definitely check that out. Um, and I definitely would love for you guys to check out Arrested Development also. Um, and thank you again to Ron Clutch, a.k.a. Brother Man Clutch on Twitter. Um I, I just I appreciate this man so much for everything that he did. Um, I see that I have my first caller in queue. First caller, who are you and where are you calling from? And welcome to a little tea time. Hello, tea time, baby. It's Jerry Petito. How are you? Jerry, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, sweetie. Called in to show my support. I'm on a little break here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jerry. How has it been going How with you? How you doing? Everything's good. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Um, I know that topic? you are a host here. What's your topic? I'm listening. No, 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 your topic. What is your topic tonight? Oh, my topic. I was going to actually get to my topic. My topic tonight is dating 
meeting online versus meeting spontaneously. You want to share some of your feelings on that? Yes. <laughs> Listen, I'm 60 years old, sweetie. I don't like this online stuff. It's very weird to me, okay? And I know things mm-hmm. are very different with, with the younger people. I get it. But this is what I want to say about that. Like, I'm not saying, because that's how people are meeting now. They're meeting online. Okay. But, like, don't put yourself in a, in a dangerous situation. Be smart about it. Be yeah. cautious. Be smart. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how, how to, like, really talk about that. But that's all I want to say then, okay, is if you're going to do it, be smart about it. Definitely. All right? All right. And do you want to let it, the, the listeners at home know about your next show, Jerry? Sure, sweetheart. So my next show, where are we at here? Okay. My next show is November 16th, um, Tuesday night, and I have Anthony Del Barba on. He's a legendary voiceover impersonator of, like, he's a young guy. He's only in his 20s, and he does uh, Buble, Dean Martin, Sinatra. He's incredible. So thank you, sweetie. No, thank you to the International Internet Radio Hall of Fame broadcast and trying me, Jerry Petito, for calling into my show tonight. I love you, and you are definitely one of my tea timers. So thank you for calling in tonight, Jerry, and I will see you next time, darling. Thank you. Okay, sweetheart. All right, you guys, I have a track from our International Internet Radio Hall of Fame producer and DJ, Honeybee, drop the beat.
Conversation 516-453-9133 and press 1 for some tea time with me, Jared, the gifted one, Thomas. And as you just heard that lovely song by V. Adele, um, Easy On Me. Um, so my topic for tonight, y'all, is going to be entitled Dating Meeting Online versus Meeting Spontaneously. Part one, and my question is, which do you prefer? So, um, dating has changed dramatically over the years, from being kids, being fixed up and arranged by marriages, by your parents, to meeting someone online, um, to meeting someone in a group of friends, to the chat lines we used to call in on the phone to look for hookups, to now online dating apps and hook up apps like Tinder, Grinder, Plenty of Fish, Jack, Bumble, um, eHarmony, and even Facebook even has a dating app for you, um, for you all, for everyone who's looking for a chance to meet the, that one winning person to catch your heart. Um, the dating market has turned into a job search. Even me, I'm taking applications and I'm playing, planning interviews myself, myself. So good luck, fellas, and come correct or step off. Um, the reason for this topic tonight is because I've I've been in the dating pool over the years. Now being 34 years old, and I've seen how things have changed dramatically. Um, at one point, when I first started dating, um, there was a chat line that you could call into. I don't remember the phone numbers specifically because that was probably over 20 years ago. Um, but it was definitely um, something that was really um, it was really crazy because I, I, I met all types of guys on here. Like I met um, one guy. This guy was married, and he um, wanted to just have his way with me. Um, I met another guy that we hooked up maybe two or three times at his house, um, and that was something that was really um, strange because I didn't realize like how much danger that I was putting myself in at those particular times because I was just in the mind of I just want to have fun. Um, and as I talk more about this particular topic, you guys, this is going to be a conversation that I want us to just kind of think about and before you answer your question. So I have caller number two in the queue. Caller number two, who are you and where are you calling from? And welcome to A Little Tea Time. Hello? Can Hello? You hear me? Can yes, you hear me? I can hear you. 
Okay. Hi, Derek. My name is Mo Garman. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Okay, I'm a new intern on O&E, and I just tuned into your show, um, and you have a very interesting topic. Thank you so much, and welcome to O&E. Thank you. To answer your okay, question, do, um, go, go, da- go for da- it. Okay, dating online can be fun. You just have to be careful. Uh, I personally prefer traditional dating. I'm in my 50s. I won't give the exact number. <laughs> but I'm just more comfortable dating somebody I can see and you know because these guys get on there and they put a picture up of them 20 years ago and you go to meet them and oh my goodness (laughs) it's not always the same (laughs) the catfish daters the catfish daters yeah they're they're different uh, I did, uh, before my husband passed, I did meet my husband online, though. So I can't say it's a all bad experience. No, it's not all bad experiences, because I've had some decent experiences with online dating, too. But I, I, I can understand how it can be good and bad. It varies right. person to person. Right. I agree. I totally agree. So... I know that you're one of the interns here at O&E Dynasty, and I want to welcome you yes. again. Have you done your, your your show yet with us, your intern show? No, my my show is going to be this Friday, November 5th. It's called Breaking the Silence with Mo Garman, and we'll be discussing the five types of dysfunctional families. Oh, wow. That sounds like that's going to be really deep. Well, <laughs> from me to you, Mo, welcome to O&E Dynasty. Um, I look forward to your your first intern show with us here, and I wish you all the best luck and all the, the success with you starting here with us. And have fun. Have fun. Just remember to have fun. Thank you so much, Jared. You have a great night. and enjoy the. I'm going to enjoy listening to the rest of your show. Yes, please. Thank you so much. Um, so back to my topic on dating online. Um, it was weird meeting because um, I met some decent guys online. I'm not going to say that all of the guys were bad. I, I met a couple of decent guys that were online. And most of those times, those were just little hookups. But over time, um, the older I got, the more that I started seeing a pattern of most guys that are on dating sites, or on chat lines. The most of those guys are there for hookups, um, like now because of the, me being in the LGBTQ community and, and being a black gay guy, um, I, I tend to run into a lot of guys who just want to hook up, um, and they're not really interested in um, starting real relationships because most of the time they're either in relationships and they're they're sleeping around on their partner's backs or they're married and they're just cheating on their wives, and um. Situations like that, they have become just a thing of turnoffs. Um, even when I actually started just stop doing the online situation and, and the, the whole chat line situation, I met a guy spontaneously. Uh, I met him when I was in college, and and we we had a really good time for a little while, and we hit it off for a good time, um, a good little while. Um, we dated off and on for 10 years. Um, I consider him a friend, even though we have not said the words that we are friends. 
but I still consider him a friend. He's very important in my life. And um, I, I prefer, in this particular state of my life, I would prefer to meet someone spontaneous now because with online dating, like I was saying with Mo, you um, and, and Mo, she kind of elaborated on it, where you, you see these pictures of the person that you think you're going to meet, and then you show up to actually meet that person, and it's a catfish situation. Or to my listeners out here on, on the air listening, have y'all been in a situation where you've been out on a on, on your first date with this person and then you end up meeting their significant other just on the date because the significant other found out about the actual date and they show up and then they bust the person that you're out on your first date with? Like, I've seen these situations happen. Um, I've seen situations where... Um, I have male friends in the community who are LGBTQ community, and they've gotten involved with some guys who wasn't 100% honest with the women that they were dating. And even me, because I've been in this situation too, where I've I had to come face-to-face with this person's significant other or the person that they say, well, we've been broken up and, and we don't talk or anything like that. And it just made me just say, okay, if y'all are not together, why is this person in my face asking me why am I with you? Or why is your significant other in this whole scene, creating this whole scene of why you out with him, we're supposed to be together, what's going on? And I've seen these situations play out so many times that over the years I became just numb to it. But I wanted to talk about it on my show tonight because, we don't have these conversations often enough where if you're meeting someone online, how how sure are you that you're meeting that that person? Um do you do you literally hook up with this person like just to hook up with them, sight unseen? Um, do you not even get to know the person? Like you you just talk to them for 15 minutes. You know that you just want to have sex. They know that they just want to have sex. No strings attached. And then you just have sex with this person. And then you just try and move on with your life. But you, you run into that person, in, like, in Walmart, or you're running to them at Whole Foods, or you see them at a corner store, and you be like, hey, what's up? And wouldn't even think that you were running to them again, but you ran into them again. Um, situations like that, I, I've seen that happen where that can go good or bad, where you can see that person that you just had that one night stand with. They may be by themselves or they may be with their significant other. And you have to kind of play it off like if you see them with that significant other, you're, you're looking like, hey, but you won't say the words. You kind of just give them like a look. And they'll give you a little bit like, don't speak at all. So with stuff like that, it, it was weird because you've seen stuff like that happen. And as a human being, I've learned that I, I have more to offer a person versus me meeting them online. And um, you have to be really open and aware to the people that you are opening yourself up to. Um, we have another track by the International Internet Radio Hall of Fame. DJ Enshrine Me, Honey B. Oleski, drop that beat. 
too hard And baby, I could turn it loose It's good times, tell me, baby, what you waiting on Your eyes say they don't want to be alone I want you You want me Conversation at 516-453-9133 and press 1 for some tea time with me, Jared the Gifted One, Thomas, where the lemons are fresh, the honey's 100% organic, and the tea is hot. Brought to you by those fine-looking people at Looking Glass Entertainment. I have caller three in the queue. Caller three, what's your name and where you're calling from? And welcome to A Little Tea Time. Hi, Jarek. This is Aset Akun Ray. How are you? <laughs> How you doing, darling? Welcome to the show. How are you? Well. I'm doing good. I'm enjoying your show and I'm enjoying your topic. And um, I had a cool scenario for what you were talking about. Um, first, Shoot. though, I want to say congratulations on your books and everything. Um, that you were talking about in the beginning. I hope I can get to read some of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Just but, let me um, know when you get it. I can get you a copy. 
Yes, yes. So your topic, um, yes, I agree with you and the um, host, uh, the new intern host. All um, dating right now is literally at an all-time high, and and I don't know if it's more of a business or if it's you know like you said, people are just wanting to just hook up because there's nothing to do. But I'm very old-fashioned myself. Um, I prefer meeting and greeting um, because you get to really fill out the person and you get to fill out the vibes. And it's like, it's so dangerous um, online. It's a lot more dangerous than when we had AOL and um, tagged and in MySpace and stuff because of all yeah. the advanced technology. And a lot of people don't know um, when I was in computer school, um, we learned how it's not really we learned, but it, they showed you how your computer can get hacked, and there were certain codes that we could use to pull up people's locations look, um, using their proxy address. So I, my advice to people who are dating online, don't um, leave your location on, whether it's your phone or your laptop or your tablet. Turn your location off when you're online because people can actually see where you're at. Like if someone knows how to hack into your computer, they can actually see you. And another thing I would recommend is um, people do background checks because a lot of people live secret lives. And, like, I notice, like, um, a lot of guys that are – playing like they're single some of these guys have like whole families like you said they're married and they have kids or they're undercovers and it's just mm. ridiculous but it's it's a lot with the dating these days so you have to really weigh out your options when you're trying to link up with these people i don't even trust lyft and uber and i'm in new york city so. <laughs> So you definitely have to be careful, but I'm really glad you did this topic, and I'm just over here just listening, and I'm like, my flavor is peach tonight. That <laughs> yeah, part. You're doing so good. I love you, and I and I love it. I love you, too. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You rock the house, my dear. Yes, thank you so much. So, you guys, we are back after that track from The Elements, Earth, Wind, and Fire featuring Lucky Day. And that song is titled You Want My Love. Um, so, back on this topic tonight, dating, meeting online versus meeting spontaneously. Um, with dating, I've literally learned so much that we don't even um, know how to sit down like on a first date even if it's a meeting online or if it's just meeting someone spontaneously by chance. Um, we we don't even know how to sit down and have, like, normal conversations, like icebreaker conversations. And I found some questions online that I um felt the need to bring to my show tonight because I wanted to be able to, to let people know, like, there are questions that you should be able to ask on a first date when you're meeting someone. Um, so some of the questions that I found were, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Um, I'd like to know more about you as far as who you are. Um, if they have a job, um, their story about who they are as just people. Um, what do they do for a living? Do you have pets? Do you like dogs? Do you like cats? 
Are you a snake person? Do you have a a, a guinea pig? Um, if you have pets, how many pets do you have? Um, what do you like to eat? Are you a vegetarian or are you a person who just likes your chicken and your fish? Um, what did you do for the last weekend? What do you do for fun? Um, anything about their hobbies, their sign, if they're a Gemini, if they're a Cancer like me, if they are a Scorpio like the Scorpio listeners on the, on the air tonight, um, just things that you may want to find out, are you compatible with these people or not? Because dating has literally become um, a sport. It's become a sport where we we jump in that race looking for someone to love, um, looking for someone to call our own, looking for someone that you can build a life with, and we don't necessarily see um, these things happening anymore where people sit down and actually get to know people. Um, it has literally become a thing of I'll jump in the sack with you and have sex with you, and then the next day I'll fix you breakfast, and then two or three days later, if if we speak to each other again, then I ask you the, these type of questions to get to know a person. And it's become so um, geometrically wrong that we will literally jump into bed with someone before we just get to know them. Um, and like some of the, the callers were saying, like, there are some, some decent people that you can meet online, but because of how the world works, there are just some creeps out there who are looking to use and abuse people. Um, we've seen it in TV shows on television where you meet someone online and things seem to be going well for a little while, and then somewhere down the line you move in with this person and they become a total different person. Um, I'll tell a couple of stories about some of the meetings that I've I've had online. Um, I met this guy, and he's from Texas, and um, I met him, I want to say, seven years ago. Um, situation, we met in January. We hung out for a couple of times. Um, he came to my hometown. I went to his hometown. Um, he got to know my family. I got to know his family, and things seemed to be good. Good enough that I moved out of the apartment that I had at, at that particular time. Um, I changed my job, um, and I moved to Texas to be in this particular relationship. Moved in, got settled in. We were things were going great. I'm working, um, going back and forth to work. We're just having a good time, moving in together. Um, say. A month after we moved in together, I started noticing, like, this man had jealousy issues. Um, he was very possessive. Um, and not only that, he was cheating. But I did not know anything about the cheating situation until later down the line. Um, I was in Texas for three months in this particular relationship where it became physically abusive. And um, once the relationship became physically abusive, I literally had to come back to my hometown in Shreveport, um, having to start over with absolutely nowhere to go. Um, I, I moved in with my brother, and um, he he let me stay with him until I was able to get back on my feet. But the lesson that I learned from that particular relationship 
because we we dated for like seven months, eight months, and then I moved in with him. We found a place and all of that. But I say that to say this. Um, never, never, never make a decision based off of just what you think you feel or what you think you know. Make sure that you are 100% sure about what you're going to be doing because I didn't realize how bad this dude was for me. Like, we went to a party one night, me, him, and some of his, um, one of his family members and one of his friends. And he literally left us at the party. And his family and his friends were watching me to see, was I going to flirt with someone else? Was I going to dance to someone else? Um, It was just one of those things where I was so uncomfortable being in this particular relationship because I didn't understand, like, damn, this dude just dropped us off at a party and he left. And not only did he leave y'all, but he did not come back. So we were stuck at this party for hours at a time, not knowing what was going on. Um, I, I was in a space where I was like, damn, anything can happen to me here. Um, no one no one really knows me out here, so if something happens to me, anything can happen, no one would know what happened to me. Um, going so far to even having a, once I actually knew I was coming back home, I had to literally just save face because None of my friends came down to support this particular relationship, um, and my family did not support this particular relationship, which I'm cool that my family didn't support it because when I came home, I understood. Um, but I say all that to say this. When you are are in this dating pool that we are in, you have to be very careful and very selective about the people that you get involved with because you never know the potential danger that you could be putting your life in. Um once this particular relationship became physically abusive, I was like, I got to go home. I have to go home. And I I came home with tears in my eyes with two bags of clothes. And I had to literally get myself back on my feet. It took me like maybe like six months to a year to, to shake back from all of that and finding another place and, and having to find another job. And even once I had got myself back situated, um, this guy wasn't thinking about me. This guy wasn't worried about me. He was more embarrassed of I, I went back to his hometown and I got all of my furniture out of the apartment that we had together. And he didn't even see me coming. No one knew I was coming down there. No one knew anything about the situation. So when everything just kind of fell in place as far as me coming to retrieve my stuff, um, thank God that the cops were there because me and my brother and one of my friends, we all drove down and that situation could have ended real bad. Me, man, at that particular time in my life, I was in a space where I was going to physically hurt this dude or this dude could have physically hurt me. Um, so I learned that not everything ain't what it seems. People ain't always who they say they are. Even if you meet someone's family, even if you meet their friends, you would be shocked and surprised. And um, even me, I was shocked and surprised because this man was cheating on me with one of his closest friends and um his entire family his entire family were oblivious to the situation no one knew about the situation and um when when everything just kind of hit the fan i was just in a space where i was like you know what you have to learn something from this learn something from it and then what i learned was you have to be very 
very careful about people that you you open your life up to. Um, be very careful about who you who you trust because trust is a is a very um very hard thing to 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 get back when you give your trust to someone and they betray it. And um, look for red flags. Definitely want to look for your red flags because those red flags will always be there. You have to trust what you see and you have to trust what you hear from a person. And, and definitely you want to be secure with yourself to make a decision that if you don't want to be in that situation, you have to be able to tell them no. And you have to be secure with yourself that no is no and that this is the end of that particular situation. So I have caller number four in the queue. Caller number four, who are you and where are you calling from? And welcome to A Little Tea Time. Brother Jarek, how you doing this evening? This is Terry Strength. How you doing? <laughs> Good evening, Terrence. How are you, brother? I'm doing okay. I'm really enjoying your show. It was a very interesting topic. Uh, I just want to say congratulations on your, your books. Your effort with your books, look forward to checking those out. Uh, you're doing a great job. I'm, I'm enjoying the show. Uh, this is a this is a very interesting topic. And hearing your story, hearing your story of the, the challenges you had, is very interesting. Also, the way I see the online versus just meeting a person in person or whatever, uh, I see them pretty similar. Obviously, the mode can be can be a more risky, but Many people have gotten cheated on, and, and they knew the person, or they grew up with the person. All that stuff happens. My whole philosophy on that is, is that it's better for each of us to, to work on ourselves and learn the game of trying to relate to people and trying to read people and understand who you're dealing with. One of the questions, one of the questions that I would ask when I was online, I would ask people, what's the last 10 books you read? Mm-hmm. No, I tend to want to know what are they about. So if you ask them that and they haven't read any books or they're not reading any books that's about anything or they're not reading books that's about their own growth, that's telling you something. You know, right. And I think a lot of times we initially think that we have chemistry with somebody, we're too quick to move in and commit without truly knowing the person. That's the same whether you meet them online or you meet them in person. I mean, it's really it's really the same. I think the whole the whole online thing just makes it, a lot quicker to sort through people, easier and quicker. But once you meet the person or start talking, the game remains the same. People lack if people want to lack if they want to move with no integrity, they're going to do that whether you meet them online or not. If they if they're a cheater, they're going to do that whether you meet them online or not. You know, people have gotten married to people and found that they had whole families someplace, right? So awesome. you got to ask yourself. Right, so we all got to ask ourselves, what is going on with me that I'm attracting a person that has such low integrity? What is going on with me? And when you start asking those questions, then you begin to change. It helps you to change what you're attracting. And if you're attracting that, you understand that, you know, you, you play a psychological role in that in terms of what's going on. So the game is the same. It doesn't matter the mode I feel. It doesn't matter the mode of, how you meet the person. Once you meet them and you both decide you're going to look a little further to see if you want to ride the bus together, then you need to start trying to figure out who who is this person. As we all should be trying to figure out who we are. So 
that's how I see it. I see it as the same. Yes, people catfish and do all that stuff in Canada, which doesn't make any sense to me because you put fake pictures up there. Well, if eventually I'm going to meet you, and if you don't look like what you look like, I'm not going to be interested because you're coming in lying. I mean, you're coming in and you're not being honest, you know? Right. So a lot of times when people start really cutting up, they're, they're showing clues when you're dating them. They're showing clues. It's up to us to figure out and learn how to read those clues. You know, if you're not meeting their friends or they don't have any friends or you don't know them, they don't want to bring you around. You know what I'm saying? It's all, I mean, mm-hmm. those are all about who you're dealing with and why. So I yeah. just want to give my two, I want to give my two cents on that. But I love, I love the show. It's an interesting topic. You're doing a great job. Keep up the, keep up the work, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much to our 2020 Sonya Griffin Award-winning new host of the year, Terrence Strength. Thank you so much for calling into the show tonight. Um, If you are ready to let people know about your next show, when is your next show? I think my next show is the, 20th, the 23rd of this month, I believe. I think it's the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Yes, the 23rd of this month. So I'll be back on in about four weeks. Three more weeks. Okay, all right. Well, it's good to hear from you tonight, Terrence. Thank you so much for calling in. And we have another track from our International Internet Radio Hall of Fame DJ Ishrani Honeybee. Drop the beat.
after that track, World Hold On by Mr. Bob Sinclair. Um, I want to welcome you guys to A Little Tea Time with me, Jarek, the Gifted One Thomas, a.k.a. Jari's D. And y'all join the conversation at 516-453-9133. And press 1 for some tea time with me, Jarek, the Gifted One, where the tea is hot, the lemons are fresh, and the honey is 100% organic. Brought to you by those fine people at Looking Glass Entertainment. And tonight, my topic, again, is still dating, meeting online versus meeting spontaneous. Um, I want to, again, just elaborate just a little bit on what Mr. Terrence Strength was just saying um, before we went to the break. And I agree with him that dating both online and meeting someone spontaneously. It's pretty much the same when you're going into these particular situations because you're kind of going into both of these situations a little blind. Um, when you meet people online, you pretty much have a, 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 a probably a 50, 50 chance that whoever you're meeting online, when you go to meet them in person, may be exactly who they are versus when you're going to meet someone just spontaneously um, meeting someone spontaneously, it's it's a little different in the way of this person is just someone that you just mean off the back. You you don't necessarily get the chance to meet them online, so you don't get a chance to fill them out like you would get to meet a, um, to fill a person out when you meet someone online. Um, so with that first date and you meeting someone spontaneously, that's the moment where you're getting to fill them out. And, and you're getting to know who this person is. And over the time of you just on those first couple of dates when you're meeting someone spontaneously, you, you'll learn probably first date, second date, if they make it to a third date, if this is someone that you could potentially see yourself being with. Um, another story, I met a guy when I was, I want to say, 23, 24, um, just out one night with a friend. Um, and he was there talking to another guy. I was just like pretty much a third wheel. And um, the other guy that his friend was with was a guy who was kind of getting my attention but wasn't getting my attention. So I was like, well, I'll flirt just to see where his head is, to see the kind of dude he is. And um, so I went, and that's where I started flying with his friend. Um, we went into a club. We hung out that entire night at a club, danced. Um, we had drinks. We had fun that particular night. And after that particular night, I wasn't in a space where I wanted to get a guy my number because I, I was literally just starting college. So I was like, I wasn't expecting a relationship. I wasn't looking to be in a relationship. And um. So when we left the club, I didn't even give the guy my number. He didn't give me his number. Um, ran into him, I want to say maybe two weeks later, and we're in the room again. And this particular time, it was like we we had chemistry, and it was electric. And we we hung out for a very long time, um, even as I started college. He would come to my dorm. We would hang out in my dorm. We spent holidays together. We spent... Um, a great deal of time together. Um, he met my family. I met his family. And then things um, changed 
while we were dating, I lost my father. And I was in this relationship where I was so happy, but I was also sad at the exact same time. And um, I walked away from this relationship because I needed to go and deal with me. And I needed to figure me out in those particular times because I was in a really dark place in my life. Um, moving forward, this particular guy um, is someone that I actually still kind of admire. Um, I still have feelings for him. Um, as I said earlier, we I consider him a friend even though we have not said that we are friends. And um, this particular story was more important to me because I wanted to spread this particular message of you can meet someone who can be so spontaneous and it can be one of the happiest moments in your life. And it can be one of the best moments in your life where things can be going so good and then things can just change on a dime. And I have some regrets about this particular relationship because um, we had a lot of problems that we never really just spoke to as, as us being a couple. But now in 2021, in the year of 2021, he's someone that if I had the opportunity to fix things, I would definitely fix things. And I definitely want to inspire other people listening to the show tonight that if you meet someone who is just genuinely just a decent person, they have a good spirit, they have a good heart, um, and and things do kind of go bad somewhere down the line, and it's not at any fault of the relationship, it's not any fault of that person, just life happens. Um, you guys try and fix it because you never know what you'll be missing out until you don't have it anymore. And I say this as a person who's been single for four years. Um, you you never really miss what you have until it is gone. And even in that having to get to know me even more after these four years, I've learned a lot about me that now I know exactly what I want and I know exactly who I want to be with. And I know the the life that I want to have with that person. So you never I'm, – I'm a person that believes in love. I believe in the sanctity of it. I believe in marriage. I believe in the sanctity of marriage. And I support it 100%, either gay or straight marriage. I believe in all marriage. So um, I definitely want to let you guys know, like, dating is it's such a, a pool to swim in because – you never know who you're going to meet. You never know how you can meet someone and how it can change the, the whole direction of your life. And um, when you're willing to really just give yourself 100% completely to that relationship, do the work. Do the work as much as you can, as hard as you can, until there's nothing else left to give. Um. I have a old school track coming up right now by the International Internet Radio Hall of Fame. DJ Ishwani Honeybee, drop that next beat.
are back. And I have caller number five in the queue. Caller number five, who are you and where are you calling from? And welcome to A Little Tea Time. Hey, Derek, how are you? How are you tonight? This is Tim Schiller. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Queen I am doing fine, doing fine. Listening to your show tonight, very interesting uh, topic tonight, uh, talking about uh, online, meeting someone online, and, you know, compared to just actually meeting someone spontaneously in person, uh, like bumping into somebody and they meet and ask you out or ask for your phone number, Um me particularly, you know, I've uh, met people both ways. Um, I've been married, like, forever, um, and uh, then I got divorced and all. So uh, after uh, that, I had actually uh, did, like, not an online, like, dating service or anything like that. Um, I had actually went on to a website somebody kept telling me about, and that site, I forget what the name of it was now, but it was like sort of like a Facebook type thing, but it wasn't Facebook. And on there, I said, well, I just want to go on there and just, you know, put my profile on there and a little something about myself and see what happens, right? And so mm-hmm. it was so funny. All these people started sending me emails and everything, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then I'm like, oh, boy, this is crazy. And then you could see, like, their pictures and stuff. And I know, like, that uh, one thing people were talking about, um, what was that thing, catfish or something, where uh, the people never looked the way they supposed to look. And so, oh, like, many people, you meet them, like, you meet them in person, and they'd be, like, be fat people, <laughs> look pretty <laughs> on, online, and when you see them, they'd be hideous, and, you know. And I'm like, oh, my God, if any of these people I meet in person look like that, I'm going to be so upset. And so um, I was really skeptical about, like, really meeting the people in person. So I did mm-hmm. meet uh, a couple people in person, but I had to meet me, like, at, like, a, a public place. I had a couple meet me at, uh, what was that, I think, like, Harris Casino down in uh, Delray County uh, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny. And they seemed to be nice. Everybody I actually met, they were all really nice, but just not my type of person. Um and there was one guy, and, oh, and then the, the really funny thing, okay, at that time, I think I was like, I was 50 years old, I think, and uh, 51, and I got all of these uh, little guys calling me, like, people that were like 22 and 23 and 25, and they were like all under 30, and I'm like, look, I got kids that's older than you, <laughs> so it was so funny, but and that was <laughs> And so I said, you know what, I'm going to actually meet one of these little young guys, and I actually did, right? And it was like I went on a date with, I think they were all under 30. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, and so I was like, I don't believe I'm going out with these little, little guys. But um, it was so hilarious, and it was fun, though. I had fun that year just meeting different people and everything. I was like, okay. I can't do this. It was like, you know, you turn like 50 and like, I guess, you know, I had that, um, they call it the mid-year crisis, a mid-life crisis or something. <laughs> and so it was fun. It was a fun few months just meeting different people. And then that was it. I was like, you know what? I can't be going out with nobody that's under 30. 
not even under 40, because I was 50, and, you know, that was like, I was what, like Bob McFredo or a cougar or <laughs> something, and it was so funny. Um, <laughs> and then um, I remember when I was, like, uh, younger, like, really young, and um, they had this dating thing called, I think it was called Ebony Singles or something, and me and my girlfriends, uh, we said we still got this little thing, and we we participated in that, and they used to have these little get-togethers, and you could actually meet the person that, you know, that was interested in you, and that was kind of corny. And then they had this other one. Um, this was, like, back in the, in the 80s, though. And then they had this other thing where you write a letter, and if you see somebody that you like, they had this site, and then they would send you a letter, an actual letter, and you read the letter. And if you like what the letter says, you can call them, and then I'm going to date. And I did that one time. And at this point, you don't know what the person looks like. And so um, I went and met the guy down at this uh, restaurant in Chinatown. And so, oh, my God, he was so ugly. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> and I didn't know how to, to like, uh, say, uh, you know, I was trying to make an excuse not to stay and eat. But I was like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to sit and eat this meal. <laughs> so, and after that, we're going to just depart ways, and I'm never going to call him, and I'm never going to answer his call. But at that time, there was no caller ID. And so it was like crazy. <laughs> and so I felt so bad. But he was very nice, but he was so ugly. Oh, my God. I'm like, Lord, I will never do this again. Never do this again. The ugly ones be the good ones, though. The ugly ones be the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, they be nice people. They really, really do. And um, but I just couldn't deal with it to have to look at them all the time. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> nah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Wretched, I have to congratulate you again on the 2021 Sonya Griffin Award. Um, I, I for host of the year, I'm so proud of you, Queen Sister. I've been listening to your shows, and I'm so proud of everything that you're doing with your ministry, with your shows. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, definitely. If you want to let people know about your next show, let people know about your next show. Okay, sure. And again, thank you so much, Derek, for always supporting. Um, I my show is every Sunday at 9:30 p.m. called Newsroom with Chinchilla J. And uh, I talk a lot about wrongful convictions, and usually every week that's what we have. We have uh, wrongfully convicted people and uh, people that have been exonerated, and now we have people that actually call in from prison um, live on the air. And, yes, so thank you so much for allowing me to mention that. And um, I really enjoyed your show tonight. I was on an election day Zoom that I was doing, and when it ended, I'm like, oh, my God. I got to call her so I can hear Derek. <laughs> so I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. I got to hear you tonight. And this was really a fun a fun show. I got a lot of laughs for y'all tonight, too. Listening <laughs> to all stories. <laughs> so, again, um, you're doing an awesome job, Derek. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you so much again, Chinchilla, for calling into the show. Um, well, hey, Brother O, can I ask you a question? Indeed. Okay. So I'm going to throw you this same topic, meeting online versus meeting someone spontaneous. Which one do you prefer? 
Well, I don't ever meet anybody online. Uh, I like the, the simple touch, okay, and that's just mental and physical. Um, conversations, discerning, you know. I'm a type of person that has a big heart, and, you know, once you, you know, step out of line, it is what it is, <clears throat> and so, you know, I'm a bachelor, Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So you know, and I'm, you know, go ahead. <laughs> because I'm since since you since you're a bachelor, what is it that you particularly look for in the ladies that you prefer to date? Well, easily, um, it's 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 spiritual, having an intellectual conversation, um, family background. You know, do you love your mother? Do you love your dad? If these days, if he's a part of your life, um, the simpler things in life, you know, walking and talking, you know, holding hands, sharing experiences, you know, I want to know everything about the person that I'm, you know, dealing with and, you know, honoring their family, just like she should honor Mm -hmm. mine. And those things are great, man. You know, you know, what's your spiritual involvement? You know, those things are very important to me. How do you treat, if you have children, do they respect you? Um, do you honor your children for them to, you know, give that point? You know, do you respect your children? You know, and their, and their, uh, their opinions. You know, I'm a father of a, you know, of an only child, you know, a collegian, you know, a carne artist. And I'm so proud to say tonight in relationships, my son has a middle school sweetheart, okay, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm just proud of him, you know, what he's accomplished in his life and all those things. And, I, you know, I, look, I learned from my son. How about that? You know, mm-hmm. we can learn a lot from our children and how they adapt, um, how I raise him to respect women. And I see it. And he'll say something that make her blush. You know, and it's crazy. You know, um, you know, both of them are in college, and they want to be married, and they want to have children. Hopefully, I'll be a granddad one day. I love that. And to see that love and respect and the kids, oh, that's granddad, you know, and hug me and all that. That's that's what relationships is all about for me, uh, the, the proper procreation, you know, and sharing that love. And I do that every night in broadcasting. And um, before I go into Ngozi time, I want to thank uh, all the folks that called in, you know, the 2020 Sonny Griffin Award winner, Mr. Tara Strength. The 2021 winner of this year, Chinchilla J. Um, the Hall of Famer, Jay Petito. You know, and Mo Garman as a new intern. And also a person that was part of a strong looky class. You know, this all said it to Ray, has done a great job for us. At this network and go back and listen to our archives 
You know, she tried to help, and she's still doing, but, you know, here, she tried to help a lot of people understand her vision. And I'm very proud of her as an alumni. And, of course, Sister Bessie the Truther, the 2021 International Internet Radio Hall of Fame broadcasting nominee, you know, who supports this network and calls in every night. And those things are important to me. Tonight, you heard from the Lesbian Gay Task Force community activist, Cherokee Dickinson One Thomas, an outstanding young man, and I love very, very much. Tomorrow night on these Olympic stations, we come back on with our chef. And for the first time since losing his mother and my aunt, he will be here. 9.30 Eastern Daylight Time on these Olympic stations with Eating on a Spiritual Level, Chef Yosef, Makeba L. Yes, the legacy continues. And Brother Nation's advertising to Oni, which is Solo Deli, and goes into Prosperous, of course, at www.lookingglassentertainmentwordpress.com, as well as in Ghosty Prime Time 1 at bednet.com. We're in Ghosty Time both for Twitter at Instagram. Ola Deli and Ghosty at Timbers, Google Plus. Ola Deli and Ghosty at Facebook, as well as our business page. A little tea time, as well as. The historic Beverly's Online Radio, established 2013. Any comments, suggestions, or work for a program tonight? Oh, lay day lay, dot and goes with my and gmail.com. And I am the 2021 International Internet Radio Producing and Shrining, the 2019 Disc and Shrining, but most importantly, after all these years. Your mother and father's favorite producer, Ola Della Millet, where he goes, saying good night and good luck. To all the folks out there in Armed Force Radio, the support of the Conservation Special shout out to the person that helped me start this network a long time ago, Ricky R. Jones, my partner and matriarch of this network. Mr. Jarek, the guest of one Thomas, you have two minutes and 10 seconds left to go in this program. All right. So before I go, I need to send a shout-out to my guest who was supposed to be on air with me tonight, Ms. Maya Jones. Um, due to technical difficulties, she was not able to be here. So we would definitely work on getting her on. Um, tomorrow on A Little Tea Time on my Facebook Live show, you guys can check me out, Jericho King Among Men Thomas. I will be having my guest and my brother, A.J. Causey, at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you guys want to check out his music, OTD, and New Designer at YouTube right now. And I want to send my condolences to the family of Secretary of State Colin Powell. Um, rest in peace to Colin Powell. And until next time, as I tell you guys always, be great on purpose, not on accident. The future is now. This is Jarek the Gifted One Thomas, a.k.a. Jarius D, and I am out. <laughs>